has a message for liberals and the mainstream media. You can't handle the truth! So, buckle up, snowflakes, because we're about to deliver the politically direct best in conservative commentary, news, and investigative reports. We're telling the truth, and we're not gonna stop. Okay, liberals, back under the bridge with the rest of your fellow trolls, and oh yeah... Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots. They are special, special people. On RSPRadio1.com. Welcome to Right Side Patriots on RSPRadio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot. Diane Sori at the Patriot Factor. It's Friday night, 2nd of June already. Hello, Diane. Hello, Craig, and how are you? I'm good, you know, I was outside a little bit ago, and suddenly it is cottonwood season. Oh, and you're allergic to that stuff, aren't you? Well, no, it, it, you know, up until probably 10 years ago, I wasn't allergic to anything. But uh, over the past few years, I think I've kind of gotten allergic to dust in the air but cottonwood Uh season i for people that don't know cottonwood is a big tree and it's got these little teeny tiny micro-sized seeds that are adhered with uh i don't know what uh, to little tiny pieces of what look like cotton and Mm -hmm. cottonwood season is when the trees start shedding their seeds and these little Cotton things are floating all around. Ah, okay. You know, it's it's the way uh, the cottonwood tree reproduces, uh, you know, gets its uh, little seeds out there. Um, the, the seeds are tiny. I mean, they, they look like they're about the size of a mustard seed. Oh, wow. And how a giant tree like that comes from that little tiny seed is pretty amazing, but... Um, I was outside, and there's a bunch of cotton floating around in the air today. So, Oh, okay. Well, the only thing I'm allergic to in nature is malaleuca. And they call them malaleucas, you know, trees, but they're not. They're actually a giant weed. And they're all over here in Florida. And if I drive through them, let's say, you know, going somewhere, my whole head will totally clog up and as soon as i leave their vicinity it all goes away now it's the blossoms that do it or it's uh, i guess they blossom in a way but they're they're actually a weed but they're so big and so sturdy they actually look like a tree but they're not a tree wow jurassic park weeds yeah (laughs) kind <laughs> of <laughs> we have jurassic park turtles around here ah, we got those two the giant snappers yeah and and some of them around here actually have like horny protrusions on the shells i ah. yeah and uh, i remember the first time we saw one we were we were driving down the highway and we could see this thing coming up in the middle of the highway. It's like, what the hell is that? And as we got up to it and I kind of went around it, I looked and I go, that's a turtle. And I pulled over and got out and went and looked at it. And I thought, that thing came from Jurassic Park. That looked like a cross between a, a turtle and a, a stegosaurus and a triceratops. I mean, oh. it, was, it was the <laughs> ugliest damn turtle I had ever seen. That's like those giant lizards that we have here in Florida. And some of them are as ugly as I can imagine what some of those creatures yeah. looked like back then. You know, so, I mean, every everywhere you go, you find oddities. You True. Know? True. 
<clears throat> North Central Nebraska is no different. We've got them. Yeah, we've got them yeah. here too. South Florida. You know, we got a lot of stuff we need to cover tonight. Um, we've been off. Uh, we took a week off. Uh, celebrated Memorial Day. We we actually had a Memorial Day weekend like everybody else. Yeah, the first time since we've been on the air. Usually we do a show. Yeah, and I mean, you know, it, it, full of Memorial Day activities. Uh, they had a, uh, a nice little deal over at the cemetery here, uh, which I did not attend because it was happening at the same time as the Indy 500. And uh-huh. I have never missed an Indy 500, so <clears throat> I wasn't going to start this year. But, um, you know, I mean, decent weather, and, and a lot of people were out and doing things, and, and you and I got a week off. So Yeah. Yeah. We won't have another one until uh, mid-July when I go on my yearly two-week vacation. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's, the, you know, that's going to start, what, in early July and... And uh, so we'll be off for a couple of weeks uh, at that point. But we've got shows to do between now and then. Let's start with this debt ceiling deal. Um, hey. You know, the, the debt ceiling, ceiling deal was reached in the House, and then the Senate uh, went ahead and okayed it. I, I got to admit, I'm a little torn on this deal, but I do not like the fact that Kevin McCarthy gave up as much as he did. I don't. I I was an ad, I was advocating that he not give an inch. I agree with you. I mean, he gave up way way too much. But the biggest thing he gave up, and um, I'm kind of furious. People need to realize how many billions of dollars we put in to support these illegals who cross our border. By crossing our border illegally, you're automatically a criminal, and nowhere in the Constitution does it say we have to take care of criminals, bad elements, etc. Right. If we had cut, or if McCarthy had stood strong and said, you have to cut all funding, not only would it stop them from coming here because they'd have no handouts and freebies, but the monies that they've been taking from the seniors' Medicare funds all this year could be put back in there. It could be put other places, and it could be put towards paying down our debt, which people don't understand is the epitome of number shifting on paper. All they had to do was take those monies, shift it somewhere else, pay down the debt, cut the illegals off, and we'd all be a lot better off for it. Well, and I have, you know, I, I agree with you on that, and I think you'll probably agree with me on this. You know, I have other things that I wasn't real happy to see. For instance, McCarthy only clawed back part of the unused COVID-19, right. quote-unquote, emergency funds. Every last penny of that that hadn't been spent should have come back. Every last penny. And yeah, then you look at things like we are giving money as a government, we are giving our taxpayer money to places like China. What the hell yes. is that? Why aren't we stopping that? To study, um, if I'm correct, it's to go towards studying and implementing equality in China. Yeah, really. Are they interested in equality and no. equity in China no. since when? No, they're not. But Biden, you know. no. That's in there. And don't forget, here it is. They're, they're not cutting the illegal funding, but they're increasing the funding for the green energy nonsense. Yeah, and there, there again, you, you've got just a bunch of BS when it comes mm-hmm. to that green. That green energy stuff is neither green nor is it energy. I agree. Okay, and, and we're, we keep throwing money down that rabbit hole. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, for absolutely no good reason. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, here's the thing that I think should gripe everybody. I mean, everybody's got their pet peeve, right? Mm-hmm. But this should gripe everybody. McCarthy and the Democrats are calling this a fiscally responsible approach to the budget. 
No, it isn't. It's quite the opposite. And McCarthy might see his words coming back to haunt him, because if you remember, when he became Speaker, he gave in on the part that if any Republican has a problem with him, they could call for his removal. Right. Now, we don't know if that's going to happen. I would not be surprised if it did. You know, mm-hmm. and, and you know what I'm saying here is, hey, folks, don't get me wrong. I don't know that they're actually going to remove him, but I bet you somebody brings it up. You know, it, oh, it takes one talking about it. Yeah, sure. it takes only one person to bring it up, but then it has to be voted on. And, right. you know, so I don't know that anything will actually come of that. But when you no. raise the debt ceiling by $4 trillion, when you had a chance to hold it down to almost nothing, that's not fiscally responsible. No. And, you know, the Democrats will never cut the funding for illegals because, you know, what the media won't admit is that these are future Democrat voters. And that's what everything is all about. They'd rather, uh, well, the Democrats would rather bankrupt our country, see us going into default, than prevent their garnering of future Democrat voters. Let's be honest about something here, Okay. We're not talking about future Democrat voters. Most of them are current Democrat voters, even though they're illegal aliens. True. I mean, absolutely true. This is anything but fiscally conservative. Now, there's also, you know, he should have defaulted. There are two sides to that coin. And the side that people forget is, yes, let, let the government default with all the ramifications. However, if the government were to default, it would severely affect the stock market. Now, most people, we know, most people who invest in the stock market have the money to do so. Right. Then there's a certain percentage <laughs> that hope their earnings will make their standard of living better. And then we have the ones that have the um, IRAs, the I, um, well, the 401ks, 401ks, the 401ks, people that have put in their monies all these years to make their retirement better. But that works through the stock market. So if if we defaulted and the stock market went way down, all that money that those people have worked for their whole lives get shot to hell it's gone right so you don't know default okay it has pluses in one aspect it sends a very strong message no you're going to become responsible but on the other hand it actually hurts the average american right i mean and and, you know a thinking person can see both sides of that situation and that's why you know, I, I see good things, I see bad things in the way this was handled. Um, McCarthy gave in way too much, and if you don't think yes. so, it, it, you know, if you're in that camp, and I'm talking to folks out there uh, that are listening, if you're in the camp that thinks, well, okay, this is fine, bear in mind that over on the House side, the side that controls the purse, spring, uh, the purse strings, by the way, more Democrats voted in favor of the the deal than Republicans. So Democrats love this thing. Right. And because it didn't it, touch things that they wanted to keep in it. The green energy, right. the funding of illegals. They got what they wanted. Yeah, and I mean that should give people pause, you know, when 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 you're, you know, uh, championing a quote-unquote bipartisan deal, right, when Mm -hmm. more Democrats, when more liberals like it than Republicans, we're getting screwed. I mean, I I just don't know how else to put it. McCarthy, um, he wasn't what I thought he would be. I thought he would be a very strong, after going through all those rounds to become speaker, I thought he would have understood his responsibility now to the american people but he didn't he caved way way too much on key issues yeah i mean he's done a great job up to this point right but this was a big point right and the bottom line is this bill is not fiscally responsible 
not not even close. He had the chance to hold the line. Right. Um, and, sh- and in my opinion, he should have held the line. Yes, it would have caused some heartache. Okay, and I, and I understand that. But I, I think there was more to be gained by holding the line than lost by not holding the line. And well, um, it's going to be interesting over the next couple of weeks to see how this plays out over on the House side. Because, you know, the Freedom Caucus of Republicans over on the House side, they're none too happy about this. No, not at all. And I, I think this, you know, McCarthy tried, but he didn't do the right thing for the American people. He did the right thing for political expediency, but he did not do the right thing for the American people. And we're going to end up paying the price because it's our taxpayer dollars, guys, that are going to all of this. Yeah, and when you look at the list of stuff, I mean, you know, we've just scratched the surface here talking about green energy and, mm. you know, this equity, equality stuff for China. But, you know, you look down the list, and, and I mean, there's still more stuff on there akin to the shrimp on a treadmill, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I mean, just stuff that is just useless. Totally useless. And, and like I said, this could have been handled very simply, cut off funding towards illegals. Every single damn dime, put it back where they took the monies from, screw them. They don't, you know, have a, a incentive to come here anymore, and our country would have been better off across the board. It is all number shifting on paper, guys. You know, now now we've got more colleges and universities that are going to offer absolutely 100% free tuition to illegal aliens. Meanwhile, American students are going to be paying through the nose. How about the American parents are still paying off their children's debts? Right. There's, you know, a break for the parents paying off a lot of this stuff. But the illegals get everything for free. Certain groups get equity for free. And the worst thing of all, Craig, we have a small percentage of the population. The LGBTQXYZ, you know. EIEIO. Yeah. So vocal that they are now dictating to, what is it, 94% of the population what we can and cannot do. We are totally on the wrong track in this country right now. You know, we're talking about illegal aliens. We should talk about the illegal alien situation in one of America's bluest cities, sanctuary cities, Chicago. Apparently, people in Chicago are getting pissed off. They are extremely pissed off because, again, it's their monies. Remember, especially black residents of Chicago, they are just furious at the city for spending 51 million dollars on on they call the migrants i call them illegals on illegal care and they want reparations for that money that was spent on people that aren't even citizens well you know i got news for black people from coast to coast you are no longer most favored status amongst liberals oh no you're way down on the the totem pole here yeah, and, and, you know, the south side of Chicago, uh, they're having protests break out. Um, people, you know, citizens of Chicago are just mad as hell. Um, not only are they getting, you know, the, the illegal aliens getting, uh, you know, money, but they're also getting free housing. Um, they're putting them up in schools. In Did schools. I hear that right? Oh, you heard it absolutely right. That was going to happen in New York on the island also. And the residents were so united together that they were able to stop that. That's that's insanity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... But I'm telling you, I mean, Chicago's making the news right now, but it's not just Chicago. Right. I mean, you, you look across the country and all these blue sanctuary cities and and... You know, 
there's the people there are starting to get mad. I'm talking about people in Los Angeles, uh, Oakland, Portland, Oregon, uh, Chicago. Uh, I mean, Atlanta, you, you name the place. If it's a blue city, they're starting to get upset because they're a sanctuary city in name only. You see, once the illegal aliens show up, they suddenly don't want to be a sanctuary city. However, the caveat with that is their leaders, their mayors, their governors, etc., do not want to lose the sanctuary city designation and will not take it away. So they're only getting what they said, you know, come, we're a sanctuary, come on here, we'll give you everything for free. And that's exactly what they're doing. Where were the residents' voices before the whole sanctuary status, you know, was voted on? They were all quiet. Oh, yes, come, come. They never thought or looked at the big picture about what was going to happen down the road. It's it's mass delusion. What what was yeah. what was happening in those cities years and years ago, when when they all decided, hey, we're going to be a sanctuary city, it was mass virtue signaling, and yeah. you know that is you know we're going to pretend that we care more than everybody else, and, and we're going to you know pretend that we're going to throw open. Our, they never thought that the illegal aliens would wind up in those cities. Well, you know, you can put it in a simple terms, liberal Democrat America, you know, they wanted open borders and open immigration policy, but they only wanted it until all those people showed up on their own doorsteps. Well, I mean, the people in Chicago, that's just Martha's Vineyard West, you know, I mean, Martha's Vineyard, hey, we're a sanctuary city. Until 71 illegal aliens showed up, and then, oh my God, get them the hell out of here. Well, you know who placed that phone call. But But yeah, I mean, obviously. I mean, Obama's got, what, 12 acres? You know, a seaside. Oceanfront property, yeah. Yeah. Uh, No green energy, you know, uh, biggest hypocrite there is. The oceans are rising, and Obama buys oceanfront property. Right. So you know it's not true, folks. The oceans aren't <laughs> rising. Or if they're rising, they're rising by an inch or two, which is natural, and that will recede in time. But the funny thing about all this is, Craig, they beg these people to come. Right. The Democrats, you know, oh, come, we'll give you everything that you ask for. All we ask in return is for your vote. Not just once, but two and three and four times in some cases. I mean, these cities now, they just didn't think. They were so caught up in their kumbayanas that they didn't think that everything has ramifications. And not only are these people going into these cities, but their crime rates are going up. Their drug rates are going up because these people are bringing it with them. You know, it's it's really odd because conservatives told them this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, Republicans said, hey, if, if you're letting that many illegal aliens come into our country, crime rates are going to soar. Violent crimes are going to soar. Drug mm-hmm. problems are going to soar. And, of course, the liberals said, oh, you're just bigots. You know, right. they, everybody right. who warned them, that was a bigot. You know, you're a racist. You're 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 trash. You know, you can't say that about people. Well, now reality is setting in, and holy cow! You know, if, if Chicago didn't have enough of a crime problem as it is, th- they have made it exponentially worse because they're a sanctuary city. And now, bear in mind, Chicago isn't actively seeking illegal aliens and and dragging them up to chicago they're getting shipped to chicago by places like texas right see chicago never figured the illegal aliens would wind up there no no they didn't not at all you know not at all then greg abbott gets uh, a couple of charter buses and all of a sudden chicago's in trouble yeah (laughs) <laughs> but you know what? They deserve it. 
they didn't think of the ramifications. Right. Uh, these people come. They were invited by the Democrats. It's up to the Democrats to take care of them. The Republican states don't want them. The Republican governors, for the most part, are standing strong against it. Um, it, it it's out of control. We basically, I don't care what anyone says, but we basically have an open border. We, we, yeah, it's a non-existent border. Right. Uh, Christy Nome oh, up there in uh, South Dakota, she just sent 50 National Guard troops down to Texas. Uh, Nebraska well, yeah. sent a bunch of them down there a couple of weeks ago. I, Florida, I Florida. DeSantis sent lots of them there weeks ago. I think there's now 12 or 13 Republican governors that are sending their national, you know, parts of their National Guard troops down to the Texas border. Um, yeah, and good for them. I mean, yeah. hopefully it, it'll have some effect, but... You know, when when you've got illegal aliens flooding across the border to the tune of a couple of million every year, mm-hmm. you know, a, a few hundred extra National Guard troops really isn't going to stop that. No, and what I think the people that are going to suffer the worst in certain aspects are black Americans. And the right. big difference is black Americans with the air quotes around Americans. The black people are citizens of this country, and they are literally getting thrown under the proverbial bus because they are no longer totally kissing up to the Democrats. There's a great majority of of black Republicans now, blacks that you know, vote either way, depending on an issue. There was a growing, huge black middle class that has now been pushed aside for this scum that's coming across. And I'm sorry, guys, there are very few families, very few women and children. Most of them are men, young men of what we consider military age. We are being invaded and no one is saying it. Yeah, nobody's nobody's you know willing to step up to the plate and call it what Except it is. Us. Yeah, Except well, us. You know, um, it, it's it's just a situation that's completely out of control, and and now the sanctuary cities are feeling the pinch because of people like Greg Abbott. Um, right. You know, and all of a sudden they don't like it. They want help. They want federal dollars. To, to deal with this. Well, you know, when you were so busy licking yourself and, and virtue signaling, you should have thought about what happens if they actually show up. Exactly. And none of them did. None of them thought of it. They, I, I don't know what they thought was coming across the border. Were these people so dumb as to think that these were, oh, all wonderful people looking for a better way of life. No, they were people looking for their promised handouts and freebies. Well, They it, are bilking our Medicare system. They are bilking, bilking our Medicaid system. They are bilking our welfare system. I mean, these are freeloaders for the most part. I'm not saying each and every one. Education. But they are freeloaders yeah. coming in to take away from rightful Americans, and most of the time it's black Americans, what is rightfully theirs is being American citizens. I don't think they really thought that these were, you know, people on the up and up that were, you know, going to meld with our society. That's not the way liberals think. They just right. never thought they would show up in Chicago or Portland. You know, they, they it just never occurred to them that the illegal alien problem would wind up being on the doorstep of Washington, D.C. or New York City or San Francisco. You know, I think they should move lock, stock, and barrels, send them all to Washington, D.C. I thought it was great a couple of weeks ago when they dumped a busload literally at the front door of Kamala Harris. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought, you know, that, that's priceless. Listen, yeah. we've gotten to the bottom of the hour here. That means we got to take a quick break. But we got another segment coming up, and we're going to talk about a couple of things. We'll start 
with the Biden student loan program, because that's in the news. And Biden fell down and went boom again. I call it he went, fell down and went splat. That's true. We've got one more segment coming, folks. Stay with us. There's more Right Side Patriots after this. You're listening to Right Side Patriots Radio, the best in conservative commentary, news, and talk, where we do away with the politically correct nonsense and give you the politically direct truth. This is the home of Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern with Craig Andreessen and Diane Sori. We're working to make this country great again from the right and leaving puddles of melted snowflakes on the left. Thanks for listening to Right Side Patriots, your best bet on the Internet. You're listening to RSPRadio1.com. guys, Diane Sorry from The Patriot Factor on thepatriotfactor.blogspot.com, where I found a home base seven years ago after becoming one of Facebook's long-time Facebook felons, or so I've been told by the Facebook gods. On my blog, you will find not only my articles, but our Right Side Patriots investigative reports, as well as stories and links to and from well-known writers and bloggers, plus what I call almost daily memes, my snarky take on news of the day. And for more great takes on the issues of the day, check out the National Patriot at thenationalpatriot.com, where you can read Craig's insight into all the current news happenings. And join us both on Right Side Patriots every Tuesday and Friday night from 7 to 9 p.m. EST at rspradio1.com. Welcome back to Right Side Patriots on rspradio1.com. Craig Andreessen at the National Patriot, Diane Sori at the Patriot Factor, If you miss any part of this Friday night show, all you have to do is go to rspradio1.com tomorrow morning, click the podcast button, and take your choice. Right. All right, so the Senate has killed the Biden student loan program. That comes after the House killed it uh, Mm -hmm. about a week ago. Uh, Biden uh, is expected to veto the killing of the bill and he of course he's going to veto it but i do they have the uh, the percentage needed to override his no. veto no they don't not in the senate anyway no, no uh and, and i and i don't think they they can override it uh over in the house either but you know why would he veto this obviously um there were a handful of Democrats in the Senate uh, yesterday, uh, not many, but enough. I think the vote came out to 52 to 49. No, in 52 favor, to 46. 52 to 46 in favor of killing uh, mm-hmm. this $400 billion uh, student loan program thing. Um, the, the Democrats that, you know, want to keep it, They just don't get it. They just don't understand how this isn't fair to people that have already paid back their student loans or or, uh, to people who never had student loans and and went to college as they could. You know, they just don't understand that. They they just think, well, you know, oh, goody, uh, some people actually paid their student loans, but we're going to take care of those, you know, that want a free ride. Not only that, we want to give a free ride to illegals who don't deserve any ride here. They deserve a ride back to where they came from. Yeah, like but like that's fair to American students who have to pay through the nose. Exactly, or their parents who are paying for them. Right. I mean, it just, it's, this is just so senseless. I mean, for once, the, the Senate, even a handful of, of Democrats on the Senate side of the Hill, got it right. Well, the ones um, 
there were three senators that did cross over and sided with the Republicans. It was Joe Manchin, John Tester, and Kristen Sinema. Those three sided with the Republicans, and they were able to kill this bill. But again, Dementia Joe's got the veto power. Well, and, and you know, you can go back to our first topic tonight in the first segment of the show. Why didn't McCarthy pull the plug on that spending? He didn't. And yeah. it, folks, it's $400 billion in student loans. So, in other words, he was going to forgive, or Biden is going to forgive, $400 billion that could have gone back into places where it's needed. Oh, no, we'll just ripe it away. And guess what? All those students that we forgave their loans will vote Democrat. Absolutely. Now, I understand that, you know, a lot of uh, students who don't really want to pay back their student loans have been applying for this. And, you know, you've got to meet a certain criteria. In other words, you've got to, you've got to vote Democrat. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and they've been applying for this. And suddenly the House and the Senate say, oh, no, you're not going to get it. And so those uh, students who want freebies, you know, are upset by it. But what about students who have for years been paying back their student loans at, at high rates of interest? Right. And trying to do everything the right way. You know, what, what does this tell future students? Don't, don't worry about taking on debt. You'll never have to pay it back. Well, some of them, you've got to give credit to some of them. Not every child of this generation is liberal. There are many, many students in this predicament who have said we are not going to not pay our loans. We signed the paper. We owe the money. We're going to pay it. Well, and, and you bring up a, you, those kids. You're right. You bring up a good point there. They signed the bottom line. You mm-hmm. know, okay, you're going to go to college. Uh, you want to borrow the money uh, to pay for your classes and books. And here's what it's going to cost you. Um, you know, you're going to pay through the nose for the probably a better part of half the rest of your lives. Uh, you know, because you're you're probably not going to get a job that's that's worth crap coming out of college anyway. Um, you know, so do you still want to do this? And they said, oh, yeah. Yeah, let me sign that. And, you know, now, you know, some of those, not all, some of those students are, are looking like, well, you know, yeah, I signed it, but I didn't really mean it. Yes, signed yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, you know? you know, when you sign a paper like that, you have to keep your promise. That's a legal contract, in a way. It, You're it being is. given money to do something that you want to do. You sign the paper that you're going to pay it back no matter how long it takes. You damn well better pay it back. Otherwise, basically, you're a bet welcher, you know, is a way to look sure. at it. And those people should be prosecuted. You know, I think maybe a different way to look at it. I mean, yes, it's it's a legal document, but maybe a better way to look at it is it's reality. You know, yeah. you're, you're not going to get a free ride through life for the rest of your life. It just doesn't happen. Not in the real world. It doesn't happen. Yeah, but it happens here, Craig. They're coming in the border. They're getting a free ride for nothing. Okay, let me clarify. It doesn't happen if you're an American citizen. Okay, that's better. Okay, thank you. Um, <laughs> you know, but but it's true. You know, I mean, what do these kids think? Well, you know, I'm going to buy a house and then not have to pay for it, or I'm going to buy a new car and not have to pay for that. Yeah. You know, I mean, wh- where does this suspension of reality end? It, the problem is it doesn't, as long as it goes along like this. And if Biden does go through with the veto on this that's 400 billion dollars folks that could have been used where it was needed 400 billion dollars you know and and you just you just look at stuff like this the the worst part of this is he's going to veto 
what the the Senate and the House did. He's gonna he's gonna sign the veto. It'll be his fifth veto uh, mm-hmm. because he thinks there's merit in allowing students who signed a legal document to escape reality. I wonder if there's some loophole somewhere where it has to stay because both houses approved it and that Biden is, we know he's only doing it for political reasons to garner the votes. Right. There's got to be some kind of legal loophole that a constitutional attorney can find. Well, here's the deal. I don't know that there's, I don't know that a loophole like that exists, but here's what could be done. Um, in the in the very next budget process, yank every last penny of funding for that program. Yank it. You know, the House could do that. They could, but do you honestly think after the disaster with the debt ceiling, they're going to do a damn thing? I don't. No, I'm, I'm not saying they will. I'm support. saying they. I'm, I'm not saying they will. I'm saying they could. You know, um, but you know, the House controls the purse strings. Uh, you know, you can you can start shutting some of this stuff down. You know, whether it's Kevin McCarthy or somebody else, start shutting this this stuff down by by simply defunding it you know you've got liberals that want to defund the police how about we start defunding the waste but then again that veto that veto is still there even if the house votes to defund it it still has to move upward from there well does it though i mean the budget is the budget i don't you know yeah can you veto a budget It's not that you can be, well, wait a minute. Maybe you can veto the budget, uh, the president. I'm I'm not 100% sure on that. We're going to have to look into that. The power of the veto was open-ended. Yeah, but I mean, I I guess maybe you can because it's a spending bill. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, but... um, Man, I would I would start clamping down on that crap. Uh, you know, this stuff's got to stop. It's not going to stop as long as we don't have a change in generational, a generational change, folks. We've got people in the House and the Senate that are well into their 80s, some even in their upper 80s. It's time for the next generation of leaders to take over across the board. Nothing's going to change. It's going to stay as it is until that generational change happens. Well, it's it's unfortunate, but it's true. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it just is. Finally, tonight, Biden fell down uh, at the Air Force Academy graduation. Um, I saw the video. He went down hard. He went down like an anvil. Yeah, he did. He did. But I have a little different take on this than a lot of people. Many people are making fun of it. And, um, yeah, it's funny when you see it. It's a bit of slapstick. But my take on it is, is here you have a man, a senior, obvious signs of dementia. I'm convinced he has Parkinson's disease. He is very unwell. He's a sick man. And here it is, his wife and his family allow this to continue. I think what we're seeing in in Biden in full view is elderly abuse of a mentally physically man i think it becomes more evident every day yeah okay um he he gets done with the uh the commencement he's helping hand out uh diplomas and he turns to walk away and rips and Mm -hmm. down down like an anvil he goes with with a resounding thud i might i might add 
he immediately tries to get up and can't. He, he can't, can't get, get up, up on his own. Right. It took two Air Force people to come over and lift him up, two, right. to get him off the floor. Exactly. And that is um, Parkinson's. That's he, uh, what I saw in the video. It looked like he tripped over a wire. It, he but says it he was had, a sandbag. Okay. It, to me, it looked like a wire. Maybe the angle the light was hitting in the video I saw. I don't know. But it, it, he tripped. He fell down. He could not get up. It took two people, like you said, to pick him up because he was dead weight. Right. That is a classic symptom of someone with Parkinson's disease. His wife and his you-know-what of a son, they know that this man is physically and mentally not right. And they allow this charade of a president to continue. And then you got Obama in the background. You got to finish. You got to do this. You got to do this. I'm pulling your strings. Dance, dance, dance. And none of them care about Biden, the man. Half of the things he is doing is not things he thought of. It's things he was told he has to do. So part of me, I feel sorry for him. That an elderly sick man is being abused for politics and elderly abuse and for a wife that relishes in being first lady. She is a greedy, in my opinion, SOB. Because she's the one that needs to put a stop to this and she's pushing him more into it. You know, I've got a I've got a couple of observations that I think I need to make when it when it comes to this thing. Sure. <clears throat> he he goes down, he has trouble getting up, can't get up on his own, takes two people to get him back up. It you know, they're saying he tripped on a sandbag. Well, I can understand that because he his teleprompter was right there and they probably had a sandbag on it cuz this whole thing was going on outdoors. They they probably had a sandbag on it so it wouldn't blow, wouldn't tip oh, over. That would be. Okay. okay. But what it tells me is he's got no peripheral vision and no situational awareness because there's nothing there but the teleprompter and the sandbag and he doesn't see it. He could have macular degeneration, he could have he could have cataracts where he's missing the middle vision. And only seeing peripheral, or he's missing the peripheral. And it, it, there's all sorts of things that could be going on with his eyes. Right, and and some of that is part of Parkinson's, correct? A- absolutely, and I'm f- unfortunately familiar with Parkinson's disease from okay. a relative who had it. Now, I, I've got uh, I've got something else that I think needs to be brought up. I'm not sure how this plays into it. Okay, but mm-hmm. uh, th- this this is interesting, and uh, while while I'm telling you this, Diane, I'm sending you a photo that illustrates it. Okay, so you okay. you can see what I'm talking about. When he went down like an anvil, yeah, we we got to see the bottom of his shoes. He's got lifts on the bottom of his shoes. Yes, and that's because. And let me tell you, in Parkinson's, there tends to be, because the gait is wrong, one leg does become a bit longer than the other. And the person is unstable. Lifts are put into the shoes to try to make them more stable. Okay. So yeah, that, that could it. be. I can see it. I know exactly right. what that is. So, so that could be playing into it. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. he, you know, he goes down. It's obvious that the quote-unquote, you have to use your air quotes here, but the supposed leader of the free world can't see a teleprompter that's as tall as he is with a sandbag on it, and he trips over it, falls down, can't get up on his own, takes two people to get him up. Um it doesn't make the world think that the leader of the free world is a strong man. 
No. Okay? It makes him look frail and old. Now, here's a couple of questions for you. First of all, 2024 is just around the corner. Okay? Mm-hmm. He, he can't hide behind COVID this time. So what's the excuse going to be for staying in his basement? Because obviously they can't put him out in public. Or they'll put out a drugged up version of him. Yeah, but he keeps falling over. I mean, this this is not the first time that he's fallen down. No, no, he's falling a number of times going up the steps on Air Force One. He he also fell off his bicycle when it was stopped. Right. This is going to keep getting worse as... I really believe he has Parkinson's, but uh, it will get worse as that continues on. What's going to happen when he starts getting the hallucinations? And how do we know he's not having them already? We don't. Okay. I mean, you know, obviously there's things being, because, you know, there's things being hidden because a while back his doctors came out and said, yeah, he's fine. No, he's not. They were lying through their teeth. All you have to do is watch him, and you know he's not fine. Okay, so today, today, he gets back. Gets back to Washington, D.C., right? Mm -hmm. He's getting off Marine One. You know, Marine One comes in, lands on the lawn of the White House. Right. He's getting off of Marine One. What happens? He whacks his head on the door. Yeah. Now... Not only did he hit his head on the door, but as he gets down onto the grass, he he reaches his hand up. He he hit his forehead on the door. He right. reaches his hand back and touches the back of his head. Right, right. <laughs> what the hell? I... 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 I'm sorry... Having lived through a nightmare like this well, with someone close, I I feel sorry for the man because he doesn't know he's being used. He is the worst president we've ever had next to Obama, in my opinion, who set the whole stage for right. this. But I don't think he knows what he's doing. I, I, he's doing what he's told to do, and the and the creep of a wife is allowing this to happen. Now, the, one other observation, if I might. He falls down with a resounding thud, and I mean it's loud when he hits the ground, right? Mm-hmm. That night, Newsweek published a story that said he appeared to take a tumble oh well not not news week yeah but not that he did fall down everybody saw him fall down you could hear him fall down stevie wonder knew he fell down yeah okay and 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 then you've got the media and this is why i bring this up you've got an element of the mainstream media newsweek who said he appeared to take a tumble he didn't appear to take a tumble. He went down like an anvil. Right. You know, why are they covering for him? People saw it. It's been all over the news. You can go to YouTube. You can watch the video. Right. Why Why are they still covering for this, this guy? Because it's Newsweek. They're liberal and they're doing as they're told. Well, uh, uh, Craig, what other reason could there be? Yeah, I, I mean, but but who's believing it? Okay, I guess maybe that's the question. Who's believing it? You don't think that some of the liberal Democrats aren't believing this? They're probably saying, oh, this is doctored footage and, and none of this happened. I mean, come on, Craig. We've got people in this country that are so damn gullible, they will believe something even if what they're seeing with their own eyes, they're told not to believe. I, I, yeah, I'm afraid you're right. You know, I mean, it's just, it, it's just one of those things. Now, I, I want to go back just in the in the few minutes we've got left here. I want to go back to 
the bottom of Biden's shoes. Okay. Okay. On the heels are what look like horseshoe-shaped lifts. That's for stability, yeah. Right. Now, for, for people who think, well, he just probably had new heels put on his shoes, if you look at that photo closely, the heel on his left shoe is different than the heel on his right shoe. Of course, because the the stability and the evening off is on the foot, the leg that's shorter. Right. So, I mean, I, I'm just saying this because it goes to what Diane is telling you folks here on the show tonight. This is a stability thing. This isn't to make him look taller. This right. is to make try, try, it's not working, but try to make him more stable. Right. Exactly, so that he doesn't fall down. This this gives such a bad opinion of how we treat our elderly in this country that we are allowing someone in this condition to be the face of America. Yeah. We're a laughing stock. And again... I feel sorry for Biden himself because as bad as he is politically, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. That, that's very true. You know, remember the first time he fell on the steps to Air Force One, they tried okay. to blame it on the wind. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now he's fallen three more times, uh, at least twice on, on the, the steps to uh, going up Air Force One. Uh, he has fallen on the stage. He's he's fallen to other places, tripped up other places. The man shuffles his feet. He doesn't pick his feet up because I don't think he's capable of it. I don't think he can either. Shuffling is one of the earliest symptoms of Parkinson's, by the way. You know, a shuffling gait, it's called. I remember over a year ago. You and I were talking about his gait on this very show. I wrote an article about it. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it on this very show on Right Side Patriots. You know, I mean, it's this has been evident for some time, but it's just getting worse. You know, yes, there are people out there making fun of this, and I've been one of them. Okay, because I understand it's elder abuse. I understand that, and you're right, it is. Okay, Mm -hmm. you know. And yes, he he's obviously got some physical ailments here, right? right? But to me, it's also obvious that he had all this stuff going in during the 2020 campaign. It's why they wouldn't let him out of the basement. Oh, of course, you know, absolutely. And and I I, I make fun of it because, like you said, Diane, there are people out there. Who say, well, don't believe what you see. He's fine. He is not fine. You know, um, I'm I'm thinking of actually starting up a pool on when the next time is he tips over. I could basically guarantee you, Craig, that this is happening in private almost every day now to some degree. I wouldn't be surprised. And I was going to ask you if you thought that might be the case. Absolutely. I mean, it seems like every time he goes out in public, something like this happens. Yeah. He gets lost on a stage, can't find his way off a stage. He's shaking hands with people that aren't there. He's tripping. He's falling down. It's it's way, I mean, he's, he's taken more tumbles than Jerry Ford did, and they made fun of him forever back in the 70s. It's it's it, it, the thing that gets me furious is that the family and the party is allowing this charade to go on. Joe Biden is a shell of a man right now. Right. right. I don't think he knows day from night at this point, unless he's so hyper medicated and and souped up on something to keep him in some semblance of uh, rationality. And it doesn't last long. 
No, it's shorter and shorter all the time. Diane, we're almost out of time here. We just got a couple of seconds left. What do you have coming up on Tuesday? Part one, why DeSantis 2024? And it's not what you think, guys. And I'm dealing with the cancer in the schools. That's a good good title i like that cancer in the classroom so Mm -hmm. that's what we've got coming up next week but right now we're out of time well with that i'll say nighty night guys star trek awaits have a great weekend everybody make it fun whatever you do and we'll catch up with you again on tuesday bye-bye